So thank you for uh, stopping by our panel today. Um, I hope to get you some great information, tell you a little bit about who we are, what we do. But, you know, I've always attended these presentations and seen this guy standing up at a podium, and about 10 minutes in, I got really, really bored. <laughs> Mostly because they didn't move. So if you guys are okay with it, I'd like to go ahead and step out in front. Is, is that all right with everybody? All right. Uh -oh. <laughs> Do you have objections? We, we, we have a dissenter. We have a couple hardliners in the group. Um, security. <laughs> You'll have to leave one foot on to make to make these folks happy. So it's kind of like half half and half there. Oh, okay. okay. So like this. That the Captain Morgan. The Captain there you go. The Captain Morgan. Yeah. Pose. There you go. Well, I'm not Captain Morgan, but uh, you know, okay, I'll see what I can do. The Captain John pose. Captain John. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, welcome everybody again. My name is Jonathan Connor. I'm the chapter president of USS Carmi. Uh, we are a local chapter of Starfleet International, and uh, part of what Starfleet International is, uh, we're going to be going over today. But before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and introduce some of our panelists. Uh, we have actually two chapters up here at the panel today. The first one is going to be us, and uh, yes, it's a fire. It's cool. <laughs> fire. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go um, introduce myself again. My name is Jonathan Connor. Uh, I've lived in the Valley for about 10 years, been a part of Starfleet for about 11 uh, really excited to be here today, and I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to uh, my wife and executive officer of the ship. Uh, Hi, guys. My name is Stacy Connor, and I have been a member of the CARMI, which was my first experience with uh, Starfleet International. I've only been a member for about three years since I've been in the Valley, and I um, love it. I think it's great. Uh, I like the camaraderie and everything, and I'll pass it off to our... Crew member. Crew member, <laughs> Cynthia Sherwood. Uh, my name is Cynthia Sherwood. I have been hanging out with Starfleet International for about seven years. I uh, didn't officially become a member until recently. Um, I kind of opened my mouth and inserted foot and got volunteered myself to help out a previous ship that I was with and just kind of stuck with it. So met a lot of good people, a lot of good friends, uh, good times, lots of fun. My name is Jason Smith. I've been a member off and on for the last five years. I just rejoined. I am also the deputy officer in charge of the Starfleet Marine Corps based off the USS Carme. And uh, we have a member of the USS Wessex, which is actually a correspondence chapter. We'll be talking about that a little bit later in the presentation. Morning, everyone. I'm, my name is Ron Coleman. I'm the second officer for USS Wessex. It's uh, based out of Temecula, California, uh, near L.A. Thank you. We're very happy to have you here. Yes, very happy to be here. Thanks very much for uh, letting me uh, join your panel this morning. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you. And in fact, it uh, added a, a, a new dimension to the, to the discussion that I wasn't anticipating. So that's really cool. <laughs> so what is Starfleet International? And uh, the formal name of it is Starfleet, the International Star Trek Fan Association Incorporated. That's a really, really big mouthful. So we, we normally refer to it as Starfleet International. It's the world's largest fan organization for Star Trek. Uh, we're more than just a fan club. Uh, we have over uh, approximately 4,500 members in every major landmass in, in the world. Uh, and we have 240 chapters around the world. We were founded in 1974 in Texas uh, when Paramount told that, that small group, yeah, you can't call yourself Starship Enterprise anymore. 
from there, it grew and grew and grew to the point of where we have 20 regional areas with the chapter in about, I think, 14 of them at the moment. And we are also a not-for-profit uh, registered corporation in, in the state of North Carolina. Um, so all of the stuff we do, it's not-for-profit. Nobody makes any money off of anything that we do. So a lot of people ask, when I talk about Starfleet International, why? My three, or my three answers really are fun, fellowship, and fandom. I mean, every single one of these pers- people up here have a wide variety of interests that we just happen to be Star Trek fans as well. I mean, you know, we've got uh, my wife, Stacy, who's a huge fan of shows like um, Doctor, Who. Doctor Who and, uh, yeah, like Doctor Who. <laughs> and Cynthia, who is... Sci-fi in general. Buffy, sci-fi. Angel, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers. If it's cool, I'll watch it and like it. And then Jason's got a wide variety of interests as well. Yes, I, I have interests that range from history to fantasy to sci-fi, just everything in general. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> and one, one of the biggest things I like about Starfleet International is it's not just local. It's not just you know one club that's in one city. You really have all of Star Trek fandom all around the world that you can communicate with with a variety of ways, and you have a common bond. Um, we work together in a variety of ways, and uh, I'll be going over that in just a moment. So a lot of what we do, um, each chapter is, has a lot of things that they do. Some of them are very, very um, Star, uh, Starfleet-oriented. They wear uniforms. They call each other sir and ma'am. It, and some chapters, like Carmi, are a little more relaxed. We wear club T-shirts. We talk about things. And, uh, you know, while I have the fictional rank of captain in the club, I'm no different than any one of these folks up here. I can't say, you, go make me a sandwich. Although he tried. No, seriously, go make me a sandwich. <laughs> I believe the cafe's across the street. Yeah, if you walk it. <laughs> And uh, we support a variety of charities. Uh, each chapter usually has kind of their favorite charity. Uh, there's going to be a few that we talk about, like Susan G. Komen, uh, Project Linus, which is a, or there's a group that makes a bunch of blankets for uh, homeless children and things like that, I believe. Uh, there's the Overseas Coupon Program, which is a major, major uh, Starfleet-wide initiative where you can get even expired coupons. We send them overseas to uh, military organizations where their PXs don't really care about the expiration date, so it helps families that are already on a very tight rope make, or stretch out their budgets all the more. And also, Carmi's favorite charity at the moment is Toys for Tots. We're very, we're very um, uh, centered on making sure a kid has an opportunity to be a kid. Um, other, other charities include the AIDS walks in, in various cities, American Cancer Association, Kids Need to Read. Uh, there's a project called Trek to the Troops where we get stars to go out to, to bases very much like the, um, the NSO. And um, they, they talk about uh, their experiences and cheer up everybody, give them a morale. Now, everybody up here, I'm sure, has a charity of their own. We, we encourage all of our members, at least on the CARMI, to... Uh, pick a charity that they have a, a passion for and try and organize an event around it. And so I'm going to let them talk about what, whatever favorite charity they have. I'll start. 
Um, I have a charity that's actually, I'm not from Arizona, but um, I'm from Connecticut, and my uh, aunt had passed away from breast cancer a long time ago, and her family actually started uh, a foundation for her, and I remember that um, not too long ago, I went hunting for an autograph for her to put in an auction, and that's something that I did in, name for, uh, in the name for Carmi, so I mean... That's not the only thing we do. We have something up, up and coming. We're going to be doing um, an actual... Uh, can you grab that one? Yeah, you can grab that one. Um, coming up in August, we, um, as a ship crew, we are going to be um, at the St. Vincent de Paul Soup Kitchen serving dinners to the homeless and the needy. Um, again, it's one of our, one of our events. Um, for me personally, cancer is a big deal. My dad's got leukemia. Uh, which is in remission, but anything dealing with cancer, I've had family members have had cancer, and um, so that's a big deal to me, anything that, that relates to that. For me, again, it's anything deals with cancer. I personally lost my dad to cancer, so anything dealing with cancer, and then Toys for Tots. Yeah, for the USS Wessex, uh, we have a lot of, of our members that are prior military, so uh, we support the USS Midway uh, Museum down in San Diego. And then uh, we also have uh, several folks that have uh, had uh, issues with either had relatives that have died from AIDS or is currently dealing with the AIDS uh, problem. Uh, so we've uh, routinely uh, supported the Orange County uh, AIDS Walk year year end. But um, as I'll mention later during this presentation uh, for a Cory chapter, it's a little difficult to focus on one specific when you're stretched throughout the country. Yeah, and we have uh, we we also do cross uh, cross organization promotional events. Like uh, George over there is actually the uh, the commanding officer of the Klingon chapter nearby. It's another organization. It's very much like Starfleet, except they all dress up like original series Klingons, and uh, they get to challenge us to things like blood feuds. So we'll what what we are doing, what we're planning to do with them is uh, work with uh, the local news stations and actually have what we're going to be calling a blood feud, where you know each organization will try and get others to donate blood, and it'll be a competition. Whoever wins, uh, we're going to donate something on their ship's behalf, and that's going to be really cool. We're looking forward to it. Now, just in case you thought we were all about charities and sitting around and watching Star Trek, it, we do that, but we are more interested in doing other things, like hiking, you know, racing go-karts. <laughs> This is a picture from Comic Con a couple of years ago. We attend, or we uh, we kind of waved the waved the banner at Comic Con. You know, we attend uh, Matsuri, uh, which is a Japanese festival that's done every year here in the valley. Um, this is our second year in a row. I think we're definitely planning on going at a third. And uh, this is from other chapters. They organize uh, an open house where you know they they group together with other organizations and talk about who they are. And uh, this is a cadet gaming table. So, you know, a lot of Trek fans have uh, young children. They're kind of torn between staying at home and watching the kids or going out and having fun with, with, uh, with the adults and leaving the kids with a babysitter. Well, with our chapter, with a lot of chapters, we, we make it so you don't have to make that decision. So we have a wide variety of cadet options. We're very kid-friendly. Yes, and you've heard that the dark side has cookies. Well, forget that. Starfleet has tiki parties. <laughs> yeah, and that is actually from a sister chapter, the USS Angeles. That was, um, I believe, their party on Risa for, um, for uh, the uh, Valentine's Day, I believe. Probably. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, that's actually where I came from. They, they were our mothership, and they are based in Los Angeles. They're one of the larger, uh, larger chapters in our region. Okay, so now I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Ron. Ron, right? Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just met Ron this morning. <laughs> and uh, he's going to talk a little bit about uh, long-distance members and you know, folks who live way out. And while we've got mom- members that live way out, he's got members that live all around the world. So I'm going to let him get to it. One of the nice things about uh, Starfleet is you know, there's these folks that have what was, what's called a meeting chapter where you get together – have a meeting like once a month or at, at some frequency that's designed by that chapter um, to illustrate just exactly what you had up here. If you're like myself and you're constantly on the road for business uh, most times out of the year, you don't have a lot of time for this. Um, as a matter of fact, this, this little uh, weekend has been sort of like work and play for me because you know, at least Thursday and Friday I keep up with business and now you know, the, the second half of the weekend I'm able to uh, enjoy myself. Um, so as a correspondence chapter... Um, we don't have the, the brick and mortar as a normal chapter would. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility to participate at your own time, on your own schedule, no matter where you happen to, happen to be. And we do a lot of the same things as the, the regular chapters do with the, the charities, as I mentioned. The, you know, like ours in particular does the uh, Orange County AIDS Walk as well as support the USS Midway. Um, but we also you know, try and get together if, uh, for example... Um, I live in, in North County of San Diego, and a lot of our members live in Riverside County, which is right next door to one another. So when we find ourselves with a free weekend, we'll get together and you know, go have lunch, go do uh, miniature golf, whatever you know, is, is available to us at that time. Um, we also have members um, in Alabama. Um, we have two members in the United Kingdom. And, you know, we, again, it's just a matter of uh, corresponding and, and uh, talking about what we all love whether it be Star Trek, sci-fi in general. Um, it could even go down to, you know, some event that uh, is happening, in, you know, that's affecting our country, you know, political and those type things. So the, the information is, is very broad or very defined based on who happens to be online at the time. And I, I kind of like that because it gives you a little eclectic mix. It's not just sci-fi, Star Trek. It could be just, you know, whatever is uh, of interest to, that, to the people online. Um, how do we correspond? We correspond via like Google, Google uh, type email, uh, email in general. We have a Facebook presence, which is uh, really good. Um, and of course, we're trying to expand in some other ways to communicate with some of the folks that don't have access to uh, some of these other you know, technological things. So that's something that we're trying to work on a little bit. Um, any questions from the floor about a correspondence or anything like that before we get going too far? That's pretty much my uh, spiel. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. So, Starfleet International is an organization that does or does have some membership fees involved, and for the most part, they're actually pretty pretty good. We have a it's a three tier thing depending on where you live. Um, the first one is for an individual. It's fifteen dollars a year if you live in the United States, uh, sixteen if you're in Canada, twenty international, but. We, make, we understand that families are on a tight budget. Starfleet understands that. So what they do is with families, they, uh, they adjust the prices so everybody um, gets one copy of the newsletter rather than 12. But they all get to enjoy the fun without having to pay $15 each for a family of six, which can be a bank breaker. 
Everybody always asks me, so what exactly does that get me? So what it does is it gets you a Starfleet membership package, which includes a uh, laminated card, a certificate, um, a vessel registry, which tells you where your, uh, where your chapters are. In fact, uh, we got a card right here. And uh, they, they are custom printed. You just got yours? Yeah, but I left that home. Oh, okay. No, mine looks like that. Thank you for being well prepared for this. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. My, my, wallet, my wallet is too full for more cards right now. Isn't that always the case? It's always a reason. Because I chose not to bring my purse, just my ID. Yeah, don't you have like an Acme portable hole in your purse? No. Okay. I wish, but no. Or it's like a bag of holding. Yeah. No? Okay. I haven't developed that yet. <laughs> All right. You also get six copies of uh, Starfleet's newsletter, The Communique. Uh, you get perks like discounts at hotel chains. You get discounts. If you're really into costuming, there's a group that we've uh, partnered with called CosplaySky.com. Yep. And one of the big things, especially if you've got uh, younglings or you're going back to college, is the Starfleet uh, Scholarship Program. We've got a wide variety of um, programs that uh, actually help you pay for your, for your school. And uh, on top of that, you also get the clubs within the club. And uh, Jason actually touched on that very briefly. One of, the, one of the clubs within the club is actually the Starfleet Marine Corps, and that's kind of a more acti or heavy activity-oriented, and um, they, they take their fandom to the next level. I'm going to let him go into it. Okay. The Starfleet Marines, and the easiest way that I can explain it is where Starfleet is the naval portion – the Marines is the elite of the elite. We are more active. We portray more of a military unit where a lot of the Starfleet clubs, yes, they don't dress in costumes. A lot of the Marines will dress in some sort of military uniform. Um, we do support Toys for Tots, but we do events like paintballing, airsoft, more more physical activities. Some Starfleet Marine groups have actually gone to the point of actually training in hand-to-hand -hand combat and more martial arts. And some of the Marines on our ship also go to the shooting range and um, do things like shenaying and various other physical activities that kind of get you up and moving. You're not just sitting around watching television. And then there's the, uh, there's the uh, Starfleet Honor Guard as well, isn't there? Yes. That, uh, that goes to the different events and uh, we'll, we'll the, those of it, yeah. The Marines also provide the security and the Honor Guards at the Starfleet um, year event that they have. The yeah, the International Conference. And also at the regional conferences, they provide the Honor Guard. Excellent. Thank you. So one of the other uh, clubs within the club is actually the Starfleet Corps of Engineers. And what they do is they discuss uh, ship design. You know, they, uh, they do blueprints, draw out um, spec sheets and stuff like that. Uh, and they also help shape the future of Starfleet International because they're the first place most people go when they're starting a chapter and they want to go – and they want something other than like a galaxy-class starship or a constitution-class starship. They want something unique. And uh, the, the first place they'll go to is the Starfleet Corps of Engineers or the Department of Technical Services. So at this point, you managed to, to make it all the way through my presentation without walking out. And, I've th and thank you very much. Um, so – a lot of people ask, how do you find us? The first place, it is relatively new for, for Carmi, but uh, we are actually on Twitter. 
Uh, we've been uh, kind of posting events all weekend. And we also have Facebook. Um, now, unfortunately, I didn't get the, the Wessex, Wessex information um, in time for the presentation, but um, this is uh, our, our Facebook contact information. Um, we also have our websites. And, um, you know, just in case you didn't bring a pen or pencil, but you do have your mobile phone, I've got this whole QR code thing down pat. We, have our cards. <laughs> we also have some cards if you, uh, you want to just bring one with we you. We have a plethora of and information you, up here. So and if you okay. miss the cards, they're on the back of our shirts. Yes. <laughs> scan us. You can scan us. <laughs> yes, you may scan us without subterfuge. <laughs> so... Does anybody have any questions, comments, would like to sign up? You know, we've got uh, sign-up forms here. Yes. I think you already know. Yes, I do. Highly. I'm Willie Williamson, Jager, Starfleet Marine Corps, formerly at the Income Fire. I was also former director of Starfleet Marine Corps Academy, Special Operations. And now I'm going to back into Starfleet. Right on. Welcome back. Right on. So, yeah, and a lot of our members actually uh, kind of cross-pollinate clubs in the Valley. Uh, you know, you, you'll find them as uh, Starfleet and, or, and um, you know, CAG, and as well as the uh, Romulan contingent. Um, we've got a member in the back there. Yep, Heather Grant, I believe. Heather Grant, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm horrible with names, and I'm so sorry. One of the, I'm going to just kind of jump in here for a minute. One of the things that we like to make sure and promote is that you can be a member and participate to the level of your comfort. It's, there's no requirement that you have to come to all the events. There's no requirement that you have to do all the events we do, come to all the meetings. It's whatever you're comfortable with. If you just want to be a member in name only, totally cool too. So it's, it's all about what you're interested in and what your level of comfort is, and we don't pressure you at all. Yeah, in fact... To start, if you want to come just check it out, you don't even have to be a member of Starfleet International. There is absolutely no requirement to do that. Um, if it is something that interests you, uh, we do encourage you to sign up because you get to take advantage of all those extras. And uh, for $15 a year, it's not very much to uh, take advantage of things like the scholarship program, finding out news about other, uh, other fleet organizations and stuff like that. The academy, definitely. Yeah. The one thing I did forget to touch on, and thank you so much for doing or for for reminding me, is there is a uh, an organization within Starfleet called Starfleet Academy, and it is kind of what it sounds like. There is a bunch of volunteers that put together training and uh, testing for a wide variety of things, and you know the typical stuff like you know uh, where where was Picard in twenty three seventy four, and uh, what what was significant about that year for him, stuff like that. But there's also things that are real world application, real world physics, real world engineering, and uh, there is even a course that if, if you successfully complete it, you should be able to go to the FCC and get your ham radio operator's license, and uh, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got an idea for an academy course and you're in Starfleet, all you have to do is propose it, and uh, it'll make it onto to the Fleet Academy uh, website, and, uh, you know, you get to tell everybody about what your passions are. And the other thing nice about the Academy, it's not just for us adults. There's also courses designed for uh, young adults, teenagers, as well as uh, young folks, like seven or so. So it, it covers uh, all, all ages. So it's from very simplistic to, as uh, Jonathan mentioned, pretty uh, robust and uh, comprehensive as far as there's some psychology courses on there that uh, are right there at the college level. 
So if you're uh, wanting to prepare for, uh, you know, before you have to go to a community college or something, you can take these courses to uh, kind of get a jump on, on everything. Oh, yes. Uh, this is uh, Admiral Dave Ryan. He's actually commanding officer of the... The Ontario, and uh, he he came all, all the way from California to come see us, and uh, so we've got a wide variety of chapters already here. Um, if you can, or how many came to visit Phoenix from Comic Con or to see Comic Con, but don't actually live in the state? <laughs> don't uh, okay. Anybody not within the Phoenix metro area? Okay. Cool. So there's actually, um, while Carmi would be happy to have you as a member, um, if there are enough of you nearby, you can actually start your own chapter. And uh, all you need is actually five people um, and who are interested in joining Starfleet. And you, uh, your, your club leadership just takes a couple of tests, and there you go. You have your, own, your very own starship. <laughs> yeah, they flash something ooh, shiny, and then all of a sudden I'm a Starfleet captain. I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> Yes, they said squirrel, and I went, where? <laughs> if you can't tell, we like to have fun and joke around, and it's just part of the things we do. We, we like to light, lighten things up a little bit. Life is already so serious. Life is already stressful enough. When we get together, we kind of try and leave some of that stuff behind and just hang out, have fun, enjoy each other's company, and just use whatever our interests are to guide us in whatever we want to do. Um, if you're not able to join us, um, the club today uh, we are going to have a list of our upcoming events up on the website um, and we have you know multiple ways for you to reach our website so you can see and you can come and join us um, I know one of the things that we have up and coming is burgers and bloodshed yes uh, this was a tradition that was actually started on uh, or angel on angel fire which is a, a chapter that uh, kind of went their separate ways but um, it came about when a couple of us went huh well, we've been doing Shania for a while, and we really like it, but there's only a few of us doing it. We want to involve the rest of the chapter. So we came up with, uh, just off a whim, I said, well, why don't we call it Bur Burgers and Bloodshed? And uh, what it is is for those interested or inclined to do um, Shania, or I think we are going to start using action sticks because yeah, they're the, a little less painful. Yeah, some of us do martial painful. arts, so um, the Shania's can be rather painful to get hit with. <laughs> yeah, those Shania things right hurt. Um, so some of us in martial arts use, in the, in the, the martial arts schools we go to, um, action flex swords, which are basically a, a plastic pipe covered with foam and cloth. And we're probably going to be using those more frequently um, as we get better at <laughs> shenaying. And then the, the burgers part is just we have a big old barbecue. Yep. We either do it at somebody's house, backyard, we go to a park. Um, a park just, it's just fun. And we bring other games for the – if there's young kids, we make it so that they can have some fun too. Everybody's included. That's the only thing is if you're going to come, you know, send, shoot us an email. Let us know you're coming. Let us know how many so we can prepare for you. That's yeah, let, let us know because we'd hate to have like 10 burgers and like 10,000 people, <laughs> um, which 10,000 people would be but pretty that's, awesome. But that's just a good way for everybody to come and see what we're about, you know, if, if, if you're available. Yep. Yes. 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 If you have too many burgers, um, can we use the burgers as a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> we'll think about it. Anything can be used as a weapon. That's yep. True.
And so, does anybody else have any other questions, comments? Yes, please ask us questions. Please, you, if there's anything you want to know. Yes. Yes. Okay, so if you don't actually live in Phoenix, where do you, where do you live? Tucson. Tucson. Okay. Well, you could still be part of our chapter if you wanted to be. And we just, <laughs> whenever you're in the valley or whenever there's a chance, you can come. Yep. Numbers. Yeah, and we we definitely um, we do. Actually, have a member in Tucson right now. So, yes. You you can go to sfi.org, I believe it is. The yeah, main, it's the bottom the main, website is the main Starfleet website, and on there, there's a pull down tab. They'll talk about all the different regions and break it down by by state. And it'll show all the different chapters, whether they be correspondence or meeting chapters um, within that area. And if there's enough of you in Tucson with our member that's currently, he can totally break off as a shuttle or another ship. And we would be the parent ship for you to get you started and off the ground. And then you would be, we would work with it that way. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep, Klingon right. Assault Group, yeah. Um, I guess, how do you guys differ from the different organizations, your mission, per se? Does each ship have a different mission? You mentioned, like, Marines, you mentioned mm-hmm. veterans organizations, maybe even like, kind of how they're working. You mentioned one chapter that was non-profit out of North Carolina. That that's our parent organization. Is Starfleet International is kind of an umbrella organization for a lot of smaller groups. Um, anybody uh, with the right amount of people can uh, to form a chapter. We have some general guidelines that uh, the national organization um, provides as to you know what what would be expected. But for the most part, each ship just kind of finds its own way, uh, promotes their fandom in their own way, and that's that's something um, that Starfleet International as a whole is very interested in promoting. Is some people, like I said, are really really interested in doing uh, you know. Full-on $500 replica uniforms made with the same stuff they got in the movie and just really nice stuff. And that, that's, that's their thing. That's like the 500 first. And some chapters are just more around the technical side. They don't care about you know the uniforms. And some folks um, are very, very heavily uh, charity-oriented. Um, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there that like IFT, there's uh, independent organizations in the Valley as well. But uh, Starfleet International, I think the, the, the X factor for us is that um, we have such a wide variety of interests and um, outreach programs. And we work not only with, um, with charities, but we work with uh, business partners and things along those lines to kind of enhance your fandom experience. And that, that's really what we're all about is... Whatever makes your fandom experience fun for you, we want to help you with that. And that's what Starfleet International is all about. I'm going to jump in here real quick, too. Um, One of the things that you brought up was the mission statement and our goals and stuff. While each chapter kind of follows SFI's main basic ideas, each group makes its own. So we are about personal and community growth. So we're supporting the, the community by doing the various charity events and stuff like that. But we also support each other in personal growth and development of our own, our own lives to get better, to be improved people. Um, kind of what Star Trek was all about in, in essence. Any other questions? 
getting back, did we actually answer your question? Because yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know we have a, ten, a, a tendency to just go, squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Yes. All right. It looks like we've got well, the, uh, three the looking, to, looking in Tucson here. with the possibility, and we have uh, one member in Tucson currently. Yep. So uh, definitely come chat with us after or um, something sometime today, and we'll either get you partly initially started with us, and then once you get more once we get more people done in Tucson, we can help you break off if that's what your choice is. And that's usually how it happens. Uh, a couple of members say, "Hey, uh, you're close enough that we can interact with you, but we'd like to start our own or our own chapter locally, and then they work with that." that chapter uh, in resources, materials, promotions, stuff like that, where we, we grow our own chapters from our own chapters. So. For example, mm-hmm. when I was uh, writing a chapter in Rhode Island at USS Krista McCallum, uh-huh. we were the parent ship of the Concordia. Right on. Yeah. So, I mean, just several examples. Uh, Carmi was started um, by a, or with a chapter in Los Angeles, the USS Angeles, um, I was a member there. I moved out here. I prefer to say exiled. Uh, <laughs> um, but after 10 years, I don't think it's really exile anymore. I think I just live here. Yeah. <laughs> and we still do events with them. Yep. And we still, we still do events with them. Um, a lot of chapters, um, depending on how, how close they are to each other, uh, they tend to do uh, activities together, like bo- or charity bolathons and stuff like that. Right. But, uh, you know, a lot of uh, opportunities for growth and a lot of opportunities to uh, have fun in, in your own way. And we're always looking for new ideas, you know. We like having fresh ideas for new things to do. I mean, we, we've been a, cha- a solid chapter for at least over a year now. And, you know, we want new ideas. We want to know what you guys want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Any other questions? Any other questions you need comments? to know? Anything. Seriously, you can ask us what our favorite. Yes, ma'am. Are you open to working with kids with developmentally disabled? Absolutely, yes. Yes. We, yes. We um, actually have a um, quite a diverse panel of uh, people. We we we. I'm, I'm in the healthcare field. Um, I'm a teacher. So. Uh, in public education, <laughs> uh, so I deal with it all. Um, so yeah, we're we're always looking for anybody. It doesn't matter. Your, you know, your color, your disability, your anything. You're, you're all welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Um, so is In part, it's only part of what we do, hon. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of what we do is to get together, have fun, and to um, help the community, help ourselves, and also um, be there as a, as a light to show that we care about more than just ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. That's so good. <laughs> Come out of the closet. Step out of the closet. It's okay. <laughs> Just open the door. There's light. Accept your trachiness. Come on. Come on. Do you philosophically align yourself with things like the crime directive? Do you, or does that resonate for you? When you, or it sounds activity oriented. I'm I like to think for myself that, that I do follow the philosophies that Gene put out back in the 60s and that I, I like to treat everyone as an equal to my, you know, to the way I would like to be treated, no, no matter, you know, where you come from, what your background. One of the nice things I like about Star Trek and the folks that are associated with the Star Trek philosophy is we come from every background imaginable. Yes. Engineers, lawyers, ditch diggers, you name it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing that this one philosophy has 
brought a cohesiveness of humanity together. If we could just get our own governments and, and other world leaders to accept what we do on a daily basis, just imagine what we could do as a, as a, as a, a person or, or a community. I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of dorky to say, yeah, you know, I follow you know, the prime directive and all that. But, I mean, I, I like to think of it as just treating people the way they, they like, like to be treated, no matter where you come from. It's more like the yeah. And I'd have to say that's an underlying aspect of the group, this SFI group as a whole, is, and us as CARMI. Um, but it also leads to tolerance. And that's kind of what the, the prime directive, in my opinion, kind of was all talking about, is you're tolerant of all different walks of life, all different types of people, and everyone's welcome, everyone's available. So it kind of underlies everything we do in bringing all different types of people into what we consider a family. Absolutely. Anything else? All right. Well, um, I guess if nobody has any other questions, uh, you've been a fabulous audience. Uh, thank you for uh, sitting and listening to us. Um, Please most... come up and get cards. Yes. Absolutely. You're welcome to them. Take them. Share them. Bookmarks. And then we have an info card, too. And we do have applications if you are interested in signing up today. Thank you. All right. Thank you.